only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself good to go i wonder yeah i'll do my sound check sound again it seems like it's working good hey responding welcome back yes welcome welcome um it's our pre-christmas cast it's a pre-christmas cast is this our because i think next week is not next week is christmas eve gonna be christmas so is this our last one like are we just not gonna do next week are we just gonna nix it now just or do we want to move it earlier in the week to be determined tibid as as Dwayne from the mighty duck says tibid yeah we'll leave you guys in suspense all estimated six listeners of you yeah. Hold on to your pants. Hey, I convinced my husband to subscribe. Good. So we have at least one subscriber. I should probably subscribe to my own podcast. Yeah, that'd be... I didn't even think of that. That'd be... That'd be so sick. Oh, my God. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. But also... Oh, I am already following. Uh, more importantly... Yeah. Oh, good. Leave a... Uh, rate the podcast and leave a comment because that gets us that gets us up and if you're feeling very extra just consider the whole entirety of your comment and write it out as each word in a comment so it's effectively one comment over 140 comments which yeah is nice yeah it'll be hard for other people to read but yeah yeah highly effective i think it'll be better for us i like it yeah yeah, for sure. Yeah, just, just awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, you had mentioned you you have a couple. Oh, off the top. Mm. Okay. Make it drop. I made a theme intro. Yeah. Don't know what to call it. Introduction. Yeah, it's the intro jingle. Thing? Yeah. It's dope. Okay. I love my husband so much. Was it his idea? And my son. No. Oh. We're talking about two different I things. realized I realized that I haven't said that yet on the cast <laughs> because I was sifting through all of our audio files and because you made a comment about uh, like Cassie and your kids make it possible for you to do mm. this. And I was like, oh, I should I should find an equally loving comment from myself to include about my oh, this is loving me. family. There's none. She's a cold so ass honky. That's why I just said that. Mm. Let the record show. Yeah, episode 14, <laughs> ladies and gents. And probably that's why Jordan hasn't subscribed yet. 
he's like my wife hasn't yeah. she uh, clearly doesn't care about me. me yeah why do i care about her so, like, so I just I had to put it out there, you guys. Like for anybody who was wondering, mm. you know, yeah. does she love her husband? One hundred. Yeah, we got to get a uh, yeah. like an Instagram or thing going on too, so people can start sharing it and getting the word out. Because like I was just gonna be like, Suivre. yeah, just mentioning like Tanya on the other side of the world because she's yeah. one of our listeners for sure. And uh, Tanya, yeah, code word honky. You got to text me that word once you listen <laughs> to this episode, and I'll be paying attention to the date. Okay, so. Make sure you make she's sure you She's also listen. in the future. She which is. She's pretty cool. Yeah. She's going to tell us what episode 15 is going to be like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So uh, it's been said. And that was the most important thing on my list of things to talk about today. Naturally. I'm glad you saved that for when we were recording. Because if we weren't recording, it wouldn't have happened. You know, you would have totally forgot about it. If you said it before right. we were recording, don't don't let me forget to tell the world that I love Jordan. I'd, yeah. I've been like, it's not like you you have wedding vows or anything, but sure, I'll I'll make sure to remind <laughs> you. It's not we we didn't like sign a piece of paper that like legally binded us together yeah. for life. It's not like you're not deal. his property yeah. according to the Bible, but whatever. <laughs> it's good that the marriage documents do not <laughs> subscribe to the Bible. <laughs> Maybe yours don't, but mine do. Cassie. Oh. Just kidding. She's not you actually guys. my property. I'm not joking about the Bible and the documents. She is my chattel uh, in the eyes of the Lord. Um, <laughs> the chattel. Which is still used in real estate today, so that's how you know. It's a it's a, it's a a good term. It's, a, it's, a it's legit, valid. Yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. This, yeah. is, this is transcended millennia and cultures. Um, so she's my property and language yeah, and most importantly language that word it's it's yeah. been perfectly translated the whole the entirety of the bible is yeah. perfectly translated it's it's verbatim there was like <laughs> google from the google from translate the was there at the sermon on the mount <laughs> just auto dictating and translating <laughs> everything from jesus's mouth to the world for sure and that's how yeah. you know that when i say cassie's my property it's for real. For real. Yeah. Now, before everyone starts losing their effing mind, I am not taking any of that seriously. It was a, it was a joke. I know. It's a, it's a J-O-K-E. Oh, I'm talking hey, about our listeners. Hey, apparently when but, you... Yeah, sorry. Yes. No, I, I get that. Um, apparently when you say that, it's called gaslighting when you're like, oh, it's just a joke. Yeah. It's, it's you're, you're creating... It's an, just a joke. So... But I say that a lot, so I guess I'm one of those people that gaslights. So the difference is, is gaslighting, the way I understand it, is mm -hmm. I would have said that, all of those things about Cassie being my property, and then I would have said, mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. And in reality, I'm not kidding. I truly believe. Oh, So, okay. like, if, if I do something that upsets Cassie and it really upsets her, I'll go, oh, I'm just kidding. Would you relax? God, stop taking everything so seriously. When in reality, mm -hmm. I was not kidding at all, and I'm using it as an escape mechanism from the confrontation. And then it, uh, it makes her look like the bad person in the interaction. I'm sure there's like a, a better definition, but there's an urban dictionary term out there for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. Maybe it'll be one of those words that ends up in the Oxford dictionary. But like next year, if you've ever talked to someone at work about uh, their relationship with someone else, and hey, I heard Janice said that you were doing this, and then that person will go, oh, Janice doesn't know what she's talking about. She's crazy. She's drinking half the time. Blah blah blah. That's like mm. that's like a form of gaslighting. It's undermining the credibility of someone 
most mostly in your relationship which based on i don't know hearsay opinion like like if cassie and i had a bad like if i was a bad husband Mm. anytime i was you know behaving rudely or boorishly or 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 crassly towards her and she called me out on it i would just make her sound like the crazy one for oh i'm just i'm just joking around why you gotta take everything so seriously or oh my god i can't believe like are you trying to change me like and turn it around and make it her problem and not like i'm the problem and then drives her insane so it's also kind of like um projecting a little bit probably yeah in in an indirect way i feel like projecting is a little bit more easy to to see yeah. like you can kind of identify it a little bit more easily sounds similar though i feel like gaslighting is yeah just in the a neighborhood. more specific version they live they live next door they're like <coughs> it's like that expression sisters not twins you know mm, yeah yeah that's a good yeah. one i've never yeah, heard yeah. that i like that yeah, yeah, yeah i've heard it um, uh, referred to in many a makeup tutorial when you're doing your eyebrows because your eyebrows aren't perfectly symmetrical so they always say, you want them to look like sisters, not twins. Nice. Yeah, fun fact. Fun fact, I know more people. about makeup, yeah. Which we can, ex- um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, you you had many things to, to discuss. Okay, so first on my list yeah. is I'm not a huge fan of her uh, and her work. I don't, I just don't care for it. It's not been something that I've followed or pursued, but... I'm a little worried about T Swift. Oh, that's interesting. Sorry, a bag of uh, packaging stuffing just <gasps> rolled over. It's a sign. It's a sign. It's a She's sign. She's a superpower. So, um, have you seen these videos? The Did you Swifties. see the TikTok I sent? No, I have not caught up on my TikToks in about 24 hours. Yeah, Cassie's terrible at it, too. Oh, my God. You guys are the worst. But anyway. You guys are the worst. I said. Um, So hold the phone. Hold the okay, phone. Okay, wait. Holding. She just released a second album. I, I'm just going to. I'm going to unload the information that I know. Right. And then maybe you can fill me in on what's going on. I doubt it, but I let's give it a shot. Okay. <laughs> she released two albums this year one just came out a couple of days ago right Mm -hmm. and i recently heard that she had maybe this was the video you sent to me uh she had used the same amount of letters on her album for folklore but she called it woodvale because she didn't want people to know the name that she had in her head uh for the album and so she used a word with the same amount of letters so that she could kind of like picture what it looked like on the like the art uh, the art mm. yeah the album art work um i don't know and then um gosh i can't remember his name but the gentleman who plays dwight on the office rain wilson uh rain wilson thank you uh, claims that he doesn't know who Taylor Swift is because she tweeted him. She tweeted something and tagged him, and he was like, who is this, the inventor of the Swifter or something? Who is Justice Beaver? Like, yeah, pretty much. Uh, it made me laugh, and uh, yeah, I don't know if that's real, but... Okay, so 
what is going on. So I saw a video of her on TikTok, and it was one of those mm-hmm. videos. The guy made it to that, like, first 48, like, altered voice interview kind of sound. Oh, okay. and And he was showing that she was on uh, an interview with Jimmy Kimmel. I'm assuming about the album that she just released. That makes sense. And yeah. and apparently in the in the album she's talking about, so no one's gonna see this, but she did the apparently she was talking. She goes, I, I used. She, I think she was talking about Woodvale, uh, using it as a placeholder. She goes, I used a code word, and she does this with her thumb. She puts her thumb into the palm of her hand while her hand is facing the camera. Puts her thumb in the palm of her hand. I used a code word, and then and then she covers her fingers over her thumb. So it's like making like a, a typical. A- Fist. poor fist like you'd break your thumb if you punch someone like this and okay. apparently this is like the international symbol to signal someone that you're in in an abusive relationship or a dangerous relationship or you're something's going on and they they you need help and you can't say that you need help and they showed so they cut the video of her you know, and I used a cold word to figure out all this kind of stuff, and she's just using vague. What a- as she's saying, yeah, I used a code word. Yes, yeah. okay. And then, and then it, it cuts to another TikTok video of this this lady talking about what this symbol means, in a totally yeah. totally non related video. It was it, it was just being used as an example of he was cutting them together. Yeah, it was like a stitched to TikTok to, explain, to, yeah. to show that she's making that that hand gesture. So, yeah. so apparently, uh, so this is what makes it weirder. I was going to show Cassie, um, actually what I was doing when Cassie got home from work today was going through, um, some of my notes and, and the TikToks that I sent. Cause usually when I send like thoughts or WTF, I'm thinking like, is this something we want to discuss? And so I go back to mm. the video and it's taken down. <gasps> what? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, I mean, I don't know. That's not how you handle. Does it violate? something about tiktok i doubt it i looked at the terms of agreements or whatever they're called there and it's not hateful it's not inappropriate it's just it's suggestive but if she wasn't in an abusive relationship she'd say that and she wasn't in danger she'd say that but then i'd be looking at her eyes maybe she's blinking in morse code you know yeah they've been uh they have had a few celebrity concerns recently and i feel like tiktok is where i've seen them all surface um britney spears is also somebody they're incredibly worried about she's super Um, unstable or she's being she's being gaslighted no so uh i will referred to dr drew uh on this subject only because They've talked about it on his podcast, or maybe it's Christina's podcast. Um, they, because she was asking, she's like, what is going on with Britney Spears? Because she's seeing the same shit on TikTok. Like, save Britney. And uh, yeah, he said that she's obviously bipolar. And he's worked with a lot of, like, um, so many different people with different mental health issues uh like ranging from like you know virtually nothing to you know like full-blown uh mental instability we'll say Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if that's the technical range but yes uh, i think that is the spectrum (laughs) 
to <laughs> in my you know my professional uh, language is is useless but um <laughs> yeah not proficient um yeah but he was saying like she's obviously bipolar so in that sense uh her posting strange videos is kind of like not uh i don't want to say not that surprising but like yeah it's, yeah it's not suspicious it's gonna happen it kind of makes yeah, sense not as yeah. suspicious as people may be claiming it is mm. uh but then this taylor swift thing i'm very curious to see i'm sure more things will come out like if that's just one video that we've seen i'm sure there's other videos out there yeah and i really should have done a deeper dive i was just i had the kids all by myself today for for most of the day so i was like not able to to get into deeper deeper resourcing on that one investigation like like i said i don't really care for taylor swift but uh i mean i watched this other video this girl was in a gas station and she um she was just doing something. Some guy walked in and like grabbed her by the throat and tried to rip her out of the gas station, and and like he did it two or three times trying to get her out of there. And she fought back and stuff. And and uh, was the gas station like not manned by? Well, anybody? there and there was people in there, and uh, the, unfortunately, these were very short, what? short clips. So it was hard to know if anyone intervened on her behalf. But uh, and it showed in the uh, in one of the clips that cops eventually showed up and stuff like that. But man, I have okay. like. There's a deep, dark place in my heart that's reserved for the scum of the earth, and I just want to absolutely pulverize them. Like, I, I can't, I mean, I mean, like, not to suggest that it's a similar issue, but sometimes I'm looking, like, William and Olivia piss me off so much, and I just, like, I, I got to walk away because I'm, I'm so mad at them. But I can't imagine right. a situation where you're supposed to be in a relationship with someone or you're, you're a trusted member uh, of a group and, and you just you know, wantonly go out there and abuse and torture and, and, you know, assault people who you're bigger than, who you're stronger than. It's just, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, it's just, so that's why I was into the Taylor Swift thing. I was like, I really hope nothing bad is actually happening to her. So I wouldn't wish that on think, anyone, you know? like Yeah, like, if something is happening, there should be help. Um <laughs> available to her i i would hope like if she's released two albums then she's been working closely with you know a handful of people yeah in the last 12 months so i feel like if if there was anything happening i would hope that those people have seen something yeah. or like caught wind or you know are willing to help if something's actually going wrong i mean at the end of the day like she's still a person she needs human decency like the rest of us just a little bit you know yeah Yeah. i watched this other video where this talking about tiktok and their guidelines this uh this girl she she saw a video that a black girl had posted uh talking about racism this and racism that and white people are racist for this and that and the other whatever so this girl um a white girl uh put it into google docs the exact transcript of this black girl's video and she just mm-hmm. replaced every instance of the word black with the word white. And then she okay. made a video of her own saying the exact same things. Um, and the video, no. yeah. And the video was taken down by TikTok because it violated the community guidelines. So I thought it was a neat little thought experiment. Like, I think on one hand, you're probably, you probably want to think like contextually, if you switched one for the other, it might come across as racist one way 
or the other. But I mean, if you subscribe to any definition of racism, it shouldn't matter what race you're using in that context. If one is unacceptable, all should be unacceptable. Um, mm-hmm. And there's black girls video. That's like apparently that still equality on. piece. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, that's like TikTok adventures. Are, so, yeah, I feel like uh, TikTok probably doesn't want to uh, come across as racist. So if they're taking people of color's videos down for, we'll say, like speaking out, um, I feel like that's how it would it would be perceived. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I feel like the this other this white girl's video um didn't have to be taken down either. Like if the whole point is having freedom of speech, then you should be allowing everybody to say those same things. I don't know. I'm not saying it's right or wrong or Yeah, it's hard to know. Uh, I haven't seen like w- the context of, the videos. of what yeah. they're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I don't know what the context of what they were saying was, so I, I can't <laughs> can't speak on that. But um yeah, I feel like if like you said, the the equality of it, if one person is saying one thing and another person says the exact same thing, just with a different adjectives, um and one is being accepted, one's not, I feel like that's uh like she obviously did it as an experiment too. Yeah, and Just I mean, I don't like the I, like. To me, it seemed a little <laughs> inflammatory. Like, don't cause problems, kind of thing. Like, if people's okay. if people's videos aren't being taken down, and you're trying to prove a point, sure, uh, good on you. Yeah. But how far are you willing yeah, to like take why? it? Like, what's the point? Like, don't do it just to be. Right. Don't chase likes. Don't chase follows. Just if you're if you're part of a stir the pot. Yeah. If you you believe in something that much, I'd expect you to. We'll create her own, uh, you know, dialogue about it. There's this one guy in Boston that I follow and uh, he's fucking hilarious, but he's, he's like, he's that guy. He's like, he's stitching videos and he doesn't do too many duets, but he's, he's talking out about the things that he believes are right. Can you, sorry, can you describe to me the difference between a duet and a stitch? Yeah. yeah, So like right now, the way our cameras are, we're beside each other. That would yeah. that would be the duet. So whenever you see the two frames side by right. side, it's the duet. Mm-hmm. It's someone responding to a video as the video is playing. But the stitch is where one video switches to another. So they're just oh, so essentially it's like cutting the video off. Back and, to back. Yeah, adding their video into it. So they're stitching their video onto okay. the other person's. But, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's a, it's a neat format. I don't think I've seen that as much. Is that a new thing? Uh, No. No, I don't think so. Oh. But it, okay. I mean, it depends on the pages you're following, I suppose. Um, oh, you know what? I'm lying. I think I have seen it. A lot of people will like interrupt the video. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "Okay, no, 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 no." <laughs> yeah. So like, if my video is, is playing, and then all of a sudden I disappeared, and the person whose account yeah. page I'm on appears, yes. that's the stitch. Okay, I lied. Okay, I have seen a lot of stitches. Then it's okay. We're old now. We're thirty. Yeah. It's it's tough to stay on top of these things. So, yeah. <laughs> There's the, have you heard that audio of the girl who's like, <laughs> people, this is for the older people of TikTok, the ones who were born as like the late before 90s. 1994 or something like and that. Was I like, was like, or 98. Yeah. And that it's always somebody who's like born in like 85 or something. Yeah. They're like, what? I'm not that old. Like, Fuck what? you, kid. Yeah. I will beat you up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not that old. Yeah, so. So if you're born in 85, you're 35 now? Is that the math on that? Don't ask me the math because when you said adjective earlier, I had to quickly rummage through my brain to remember what an adjective was. So, yeah. <laughs> English was long ago. Yeah, not doing too great on the brain front today. So I'll front load that part of the podcast podcast oh my goodness dude overall my brain has been not firing on all <laughs> cylinders yeah. like i just the other day i'm talking to jordan couldn't remember like a simple english word multiple times i was like where is my brain where where does it go <laughs> like, i just anyway today's better yeah you were saying you had a bit of a arduous day yeah I, I you know it's uh, i've been doing really well the last like week and a half it was after our podcast where we talked about uh goals based versus values based and i was feeling really yeah. amped up about that values based stuff and value i was re yeah. really able to just like let things go appreciate things in the moment just be with the kids even if they're yelling and stuff just be patient with them be understanding um, but I, I reached a cap on it about five days after the podcast last two right. days. I've just been, you were also like you were fresh off of a vacation. That's very true too. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't think of that. Damn it. I thought it was onto something, whatever. I'll just keep working on it. But yeah, the last two days, the kids have been like, I, I'm still doing better at just not letting the, the little things get to me. But, man, sometimes mm -hmm. I'm just, like, I put so much effort into being patient, being understanding, being compassionate. It takes a lot of my, my mental will and fortitude to do that. And after okay. a while, I just, I get tired. My brain starts hurting. And I got to develop that a little bit deeper, a little bit stronger. Then I won't have to have days like today where I wasn't able to fully appreciate them or, or manage them adequately there's a few moments today where you know one of the two of them or both of them were just driving me bonkers yeah so yeah i think that's normal though i think so because i i think we all have like thresholds um i talk about this to jordan a lot like i had a day uh like what you're describing on monday okay um like just both Anson and I were kind of like at wits end for no reason like no particular reason we were both just like off from the get-go like right from the start of the day he kept hitting me with things and he doesn't like he's not subtle he doesn't have like a concept of this hurts you yeah. yet uh so he would just like he'll take a plastic toy and run up to me and smack me right in the face and I'm just like oh. Oh, I see red when he does that and that's like super and then, aggravating and then some days yeah but then some days are like today where we sit at the table and I'm doing painting with him I have paint brushes that I'm dipping in water and we're putting water on construction paper and the construction paper changes color where you put the water so it looks like you're painting right like fucking <laughs> adult life hack right there <laughs> um but yeah like some days are hard and some days are 
I don't even want to say easy. Some days are smooth. Mm. Yeah, you're just vibing. I feel like you're feeling it. Yeah, you're able to. Yeah. you're able to take everything that comes at you, and you're just like like a fucking yeah. samurai, just yeah, nailing it all. Feeling good. Yeah, feeling good about all the things that happened today, and even the like bad moments. You can kind of like roll with the punches or whatever. Um, yeah, and some days are just shitty. And I've I've thought so much about what causes those things but i think it's a whole like pale male if you will of factors that pale male just uh it's french pale male okay i was like, like a... why are you insulting me as a pale male i take great <laughs> offense to pigeonholing me as someone who can't handle shit um I uh I think it's French pen mail. That sounds oh. accurate. It's like a it's like a a blend, a mixture of of things, right. of factors that contribute to whether your day is good or bad. And some days people just have shitty days. <coughs> yeah. When toddlers have shitty days, it's uh chaotic because they don't know how to express themselves properly. Well, I don't say properly in a way that like works for them, yeah. I guess. Um, and then some days they're like, all is well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's super awesome because you wake up every morning and roll the dice. What kind of an asshole it are my kids going to really, be today? It's so true. Yeah. 100%. All right, moving on. Next. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. You know what I find really funny? What? The videos of people right after their wisdom teeth are taken out. <laughs> Yeah. That's like Have you oh. have you had your wisdom teeth removed? Yeah. Yeah, I had them taken out when I was in school. So there's no funny videos of that. Um, oh, too bad. Yeah, but I've seen so many funny videos lately. This is not worth getting into. I just I think okay. it's one of the funniest things in the world. Like where do people <laughs> Like I don't understand what what <laughs> What barriers, what inhibitions exist within people's minds that these drugs from the dentist immediately break down? Let loose. Like this, <laughs> this one guy was like, yeah. he's like, yeah, we're going to, the dad was filming this and this guy was probably like, I don't know, 17 or 18 years old. And he's just marveling at this chair that he's in. He goes, okay, we got to go in the car. We got to go, go home and see mom. He goes, I have a mom. He goes, any of you have two sisters? I have two sisters. And he's just like so <laughs> grateful. Like it's a revelation. Kind of makes yeah. you wonder, like, is there a part of you that wants to be that expressive and that grateful all the time? And you just like mm -hmm. squash it down or the world squashes it down. So that was the case. I, I get high on that drug every fucking day. All the time. Yeah, whatever it so, is. I don't know what it is, but man, so silly. just hardline that shit straight into the nerve center of my brain. And I'll be the happiest dad in the world. Woo! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not totally conscious, but like awesome. Yeah, for yeah, a hundred percent awesome. Yeah. Um, do you remember what it was like having your wisdom teeth removed? Like, do you remember having st strange, uh, like dialogue with somebody or? No, I just remember no. like vague vague recollections of the dentist like on my chest ripping like you just feel pressure and stuff but i was i was knocked out but every now and again you're kind of you breach the surface just enough to be 
that that afterwards like and i'm talking like five or six days after i was like oh Mm -hmm. man i think i think i remember him doing this or did i just remember what he looked like and create this memory in my own mind yeah i learned this week that a lot of our memories are enhanced or created it's very very easy to really exist to create memories for people yeah one of the um kind of crazy like interrogation techniques you can do is too is like when when someone you've captured is sedated when they come out of sedation Mm -hmm. there's that sweet spot where they're not quite sure who they are where they are who they're talking to so if you ask the right questions the right way you can maybe get the right information yeah yeah we'll just be honest yeah so that was a that was a cool one um i got a few more on my list but nothing crazy yeah yeah um maybe we'll save those for uh sure out to me roger let's do it over to you no we'll save them for for the close okay closing points Um, closing points uh okay honest opinions on the introduction audio that i sent please go uh so my honest opinion yeah was so you sent it and i was like i don't know what this is gonna be let's see i first my my first reaction was i felt bad because you you did this and i had it wasn't even on my radar oh. as, as a thing that we well, needed to do. I completely forgot about no, it. No, we honestly, we mentioned it briefly uh, in the last podcast. And when I was uploading it, uh, it was like one of the clips of audio I happened to be re-listening to. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to do that as well. So last weekend, I just tackled that project. Because Would- it has to happen. Like, we gotta get this ball rolling bro yeah and i i i am sorry equally apologetic as i am grateful that you did that no because i was do not i was i had a the biggest smile on my face the entire time i was listening to it um (laughs) it was just cool because we have enough audio to like yeah we had a little bit of a a catalog um and it felt like it felt like um you know like as you're watching friends and you go through the seasons and the intro mm. clips for each episode are more and more varied because there's more material to draw from. Yeah. So that's where it kind of, it, like it was like the audio version of that or like in your favorite show where they do like the flashbacks, uh, flashback montages. So that was kind of neat. And, and it made me realize that we'd, we've, we've recorded a lot and we've had some great conversations. It, I was, I was, floored that you did this for us and i'm super grateful for that and Man. it sounded great i was no like problem. is it is it too long and i went fuck it like it's just a minute if people don't want to listen to the intro they're just going to skip to the that's what i do with joe rogan anyway that guy's got yeah. seven minutes of fucking sponsors um yeah so i thought that's it, why he's number one yeah and um all the sponsorship we're gonna have to get some sponsors too i'm gonna start sweet talking oh. some people um someday and then I, I listened, uh, I showed it to Cassie and she thought it was awesome too. But those are the, like, we're the only two people that have heard it that I've exposed to it. But yeah. man, I'm, yeah. I, well, it's I gonna be on this it. episode. Nice. That's my plan. Are we able to put it on the other episodes or do we have to re-upload them? We'd have to re-upload. So that'll fuck with our stats. It's the past. That's the past. The past um, is in the past. So going forward, listeners. What you skipped over that first 48 seconds was our intro. 
we're very proud it's of. so awesome and i love the um yeah. that was one of those like copyright free ones the background music yes it was awesome and it ironically is uh the same band or group that i used for my podcast and i didn't realize until i was looking for the source so that i can credit them and i was like oh dj quads this this Oh, and I was like, clearly I have a genre that I like for podcasts. What a happy quad incident. Quad incident. Love it. Yeah, Cassie won't when she hears it. She's only on episode like three. She doesn't like her long form. She she doesn't have enough opportunity to. Like she doesn't have a long drive or big walks or runs that she goes on to to get through them. So it takes her a bit longer. I, I don't make her feel guilty about it. You don't. No. Okay, good. What yeah. about you? Honest feedback. Time. Time. Honest feedback on the product I created. Um, <laughs> I'm super okay, thrilled so with same my work. Thoughts. <laughs> same thoughts. I was a bit concerned that it was lengthy. Uh, but as you said, it's easy to skip. It's like a 30-second skip button. Mm-hmm. So, like, worst case, somebody is suffering through 15 seconds. Um yeah, it's just, I felt like it was a good way to introduce somebody who maybe hasn't listened to us before. Um, you know, that, that first little glimpse of, like, what you can expect yeah. to hear from us. And I tried to grab audio clips that were a bit um, telling of the subject matter and just yeah. how we are, those kinds of things. I got us both laughing at different times. Uh, just cause like, I would like to think that this is like a pretty upbeat. I think so. Type thing. Anyways. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel overall like it will probably change, um, sort of organically over time. Yeah. Like you said, like next season, maybe we do something different. Uh, obviously we're not quite there yet. So anyways, when when we get to that we will address it but yeah for for the time being i felt like we needed a little something to introduce ourselves yeah i, I was i was talking to my friend leroy last weekend he's got this um this sort of it's like a little i say little uh not not to devalue the magnitude of it his message is phenomenal and it's inspiring um but usually his his, his video clips are short um, mm-hmm. but he, and I felt bad. So he texted me on Saturday and he goes, uh, morale check, send sit rep. So I just, I was in a good place. I was feeling great. Sending this great big long message. And then I mentioned that, you know, we'd got a podcast started and off the ground and he's been doing his Facebook show for about a month or so longer than we've been recording our podcast. A Facebook show. It's like, yeah, he posts his videos to Facebook. Uh, it's just, ah, yeah, okay. he just, he just has a chat with the camera and he's, and I, I, I would, I would look it up if I were you. It's really easy to find. It's called uh, "We Made It to Tuesday," uh, so we post it That's every funny. every Tuesday. And usually he's got some, you know, like the title is like either an empowering statement or a provocative question, and um, and he's got some really good material on there. And he's, he's definitely someone I would have on as a guest on our show. Um, mm-hmm. But I felt bad because our names are very similar, and I didn't even think about it until he texted me and I, I was forced to face the reality that it looks untoward as if you know I stole the name or I I you slurped it from underneath him um 
channeling my mind. But I think he can tell by listening that it would have, I don't know, just like come up. Yeah, and I I just want to mention to him when we were talking, like, it wasn't our first name. Uh, It wasn't my idea. I believe you suggested it, and it just felt right Mm -hmm. to me. Um, And that was like after making fun of our high school yearbook photos and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, he's not fussed by it at all. He's super understanding. Oh, well, that's good. And he mentioned, too, like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of other podcasts with that name or or, or other media out there with uh, variations of it. So, yeah. Um, but one question he did ask was, what's it about? And I hate answering that question because, okay. like you said, like, we kind of have an idea just to create a place for people to go to to feel good about themselves, learn a bit or just be a little Mm -hmm. bit better um but it's hard to put that definition into words you know what i mean i don't know yeah i agree no i feel i i would uh i wouldn't describe our podcast as even having a specific definition i feel like it's like organic conversation or like topic-based conversation and i don't know if that is it is a descriptor that sounds interesting at all um <laughs> Come but and see. I, that's that's kind of what it's it is it's just like us having having a chat and and i feel like a lot of podcasts are like that and i don't know there are maybe the more interesting ones to listen to um i agree aside ours from is... obviously all the crime-based yeah ones but that's only for white girls this, ours is for everyone dude White girls could replace the police force. I swear. <laughs> there was um, have you have uh, you seen? Who's gonna? F- yeah. Have you seen the show Mock the Week? Mock the Week. No. So it's a BBC. Um, it's a British political satire, and so they've got mm-hmm. uh, uh, a comedian who hosts. It's like kind of like the whose lines anyway kind of thing, and and six comedians. Oh, I think you played that. Yeah, yeah, we watched uh, that you before. Played an episode when you guys were visiting. Yeah, right before we watched your mom's house live. <laughs> and changed your life forever. Yeah, I know it's great. There's memories I will never ever forget. Be erased. Um <laughs> So they always oh, I can't even they always start with a segment called If This Is the Answer, What Is the Question? And they pick from a, a category this week's was health. The answer was one million a week. And okay. so naturally the questions that they all give are very, very inappropriate and funny. And uh, mm-hmm. and one of the girls mm-hmm. is it is it how many, how many true crime podcasts are being listened to by white women everywhere? Oh. One million a <laughs> yes. week. Anyway, that was a At really long winded explanation for not a very great punchline. Uh, it's accurate. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think finding it and just going with it is is a much it's it's a fitting approach for us, and I like it. Yeah. Just roll with it. Put, roll with get it. the content out there. Mm-hmm. Give the people what they as want. As they say. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes. Um, yeah. What else you got? I got. <laughs> I've got so much. Uh, okay. So this is more. Uh, I feel like Cassie will appreciate this. Oh, Cassie will appreciate this. I. I find that the holidays. Remind me of Harry Potter so much. Which scene? 
no not the scene specifically just like the feeling that i get from harry potter is magical right oh the holidays christmas magical Mm. there's something where like the worlds collide in my brain and i get so excited when i watch harry potter over the christmas holidays because it's like magic on magic on magic the and i feel like it's it's like the pinnacle if you will uh of like that happy warm feeling fuzzy warm fuzzies (coughs) i couldn't agree with you more rona you got it for some reason I was thinking the other day, like, I want. there's a few more Christmas movies I want to watch, and we'll probably watch one or two of them over again, just because they're great. Like, I love Christmas Vacation, and the Home Alone movies kill me. They absolutely kill me. <laughs> we, yeah. we watched Home Alone 2 the other day, and they were Sweet. running up the stairs in that New York, New York townhouse or whatever. Yeah. And I laugh so hard. They're running up the stairs, and Marv pulls Harry aside, or Harry pulls Marv aside, and, and and Marv's looking at him like, what are you doing, Harry? He goes, Marv, don't you remember what happened last year? And he's talking about the paint cans and all that shit. And Marv, Harry looks at him and he goes, no. Just killed me. Absolutely killed me. Like, what a detail. Like, he was so yeah. concussed by those events. He has no clue what happened. But, um, yeah, for some reason, Harry Potter uh, was, I was like, I want to watch some Christmas movies with you, babe. And I also want to watch Harry Potter again. Because I, I don't know what mm-hmm. it was, but I was drawn to it. Probably for the same reason. Um, yeah. Just what a great... But I was in particular thinking of that, like, right around Christmas time and in the first movie. Yes. Yeah. And then the whole series really exemplifies the holiday time because, you know, it starts off all magical and wonderful and then it just devolves into a deep, dark depression once Christmas ends and... You realize there's a, a little uptick at it's New over. Year's, and then just all the fun is done for another year. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing but living, adult living. I, sorry, just while we're talking about New Year's, um, if your birthday is January first, your birthday is always next year. It's true. When's your birthday? Next, next year. year. It's also Once always overshadowed. Next year. Yeah. Like, it just dawned on me. Like, your ne- your birthday's never this year. Because it's uh, passed immediately. <laughs> Happy birthday. Ba- next year. We'll get you next year. Yeah. We gone. Yeah. I just, yeah, maybe kind of sad thinking about that. Anyways. Well, they'll have that uh, sweet. To return. I was going to say, they'll have that sweet newspaper clipping. Because if they're the New Year's baby in their town. Oh, yeah. They'll have that yeah, sweet yeah, yeah. New Year's clipping to re- remind themselves that they were once not forgotten. They were once the most important. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, to to take a swift turn back to positive things. Um, yeah. I just, like, I, I think I used to, I don't want to say I think. I recall, because mm. as we were saying... Memories can be distorted. I recall reading the Harry Potter books while I was in high school, and I would sit in this like staircase uh, windowsill. There's like a window ledge or whatever. I'd sit there and read my Harry Potter books all winter because nobody was going outside and we were stuck inside all winter. And uh, yeah, I'd just like sit there, 
watch the snowflakes fall, read my book. Maybe that contributed to my whole holidays feeling like. Like nostalgia is a powerful yeah. thing. And like I fucking hated high school. So I, I hated the going to high school. I didn't hate like the social part of it. Oh, like you're a terrible student? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have passed high school in four years. It should have taken me like six. Anyway, (laughs) the worst. That's so funny. Yeah. Did I apply myself? No. Was I always late for assignments? Yes. Mm. How did I pass? I think that's the, yeah. Nobody Creative people, I think, struggle. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, my whole point being, uh, I I was much happier and often late to class because I was busy reading these Harry Potter books. Um, yeah. Just, like, felt magical. And I feel like it still does. Like, I hear the music and I'm like, ooh, warm and fuzzies. Yeah, they did a really, really great job bringing those books to life. Yeah, dude. It was... Pff, big time. So, so I never read the books. I didn't didn't get into the hype. That's a sin. It is. Was. I've, yeah. I've since reconciled. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. So Good. I remember dad Good. came home and rented the Philosopher's Stone on VHS. Whoa. And we watched it. <laughs> that's, that's old. And like Martin had read it. I don't know if Gavin had read it yet, but Martin had already read the books and or however many were Martin out. Martin reads? Yeah. It, yeah. Martin can read. That's a fact. He, he <laughs> can read. For, no, I wasn't doubting that. No, for everyone out there who is wondering, he? Martin reads. But I know he doesn't podcast, so he'll never hear this, which is awesome. Uh, Woo! (laughs) Yeah. So he'd he'd read whatever the books that that were had come out, and um, and I never gotten into it. And then I watched that first movie, and I was like, "Hot damn! I gotta get caught up. This is great Mm -hmm. shit." And then Mm -hmm. then read them all, just crushed them. Cassie actually, we got the box set one year. Sick. And so yeah. she reread them all. I don't know why. She's got the Crimes of Grindelwald and the Fantastic Beasts and the Cursed Child. Like, she's got all the Harry Potter books. She is uh, <laughs> Nerd. Like an encyclopedia of Harry Potter to me. I could out-trivia her any day. But Doubt that's it. unfair. She she doesn't like trivia. But... I feel like she knows things about Harry Potter that, like, I just don't remember ever. Yeah, that's true. like, "Mm, didn't that happen? And she's like, no, no, no. This is how it went down. (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit. This bitch knows her stuff. Cassie's not a bitch. I take that back. I meant it in, like, a sweet, loving way. (laughs) Yeah. Um, She'll probably take it that way, too. So it's a good thing. Hopefully. Hey, okay. Let's, uh, on the topic of you know christmas and movies and maybe it's a bit of a mm-hmm. stretch um let's let's start let's enter that age-old debate is die hard a christmas movie or not a hundred percent oh thank god Can oh my stop? god i for sure thought we we're gonna have to stop the podcast <laughs> it's canceled yeah, cancel the podcast we're it's done canceled my, uh, you know, I didn't under, I didn't see Die Hard for a long, long, long time, uh, till Jordan and I were dating, and then I watched it, and I was like, "This is most evidently a Christmas movie," 
And if it's not, then it puts all Christmas movies into a strange place for me because they all take place over Christmas. And this is a movie that takes place over Christmas. Like, that's... Yeah, where's the continuum end and how much of whatever scene, setting, plot, development, whatever it is, needs to incorporate Christmas in order for it to count? Yeah, so why... Why would they have even set it during Christmas if that's not what it was meant to be? Yeah. They could have set it in the middle of fucking, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know, like, uh, well, hang on. uh, what do they call it? Independence Day. They could have done Fourth it. Fourth of July. Day. Yeah. Then it would have been a, f- yeah. a Fourth of July movie. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it dictates the season in which it can be most appreciated. It doesn't mean you can't watch it when it's not Christmas. It just means it's it is Christmas. I think it's a Christmas movie. I'm seeing when it was released. Oh, okay. Because if it was released around Christmas time, that would make sense. Yeah. Release date, July 20th, 1988. I think that means it was an <laughs> intentional... If it was released around Christmas time, they may have done it around Christmas just to keep in time with the season. But that it was released right, in July, yeah. yeah. but set during Christmas, I think means that it's a Christmas movie. I agree. Like It, it was an intentional, like you say, it was an intentional decision Yeah. to make it around Christmas time. Definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah. They could have set it in the early fall or you know mid-spring into summer like they could have done anything yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like they could have sure. picked anything but they specifically chose christmas as this you know the the setting mm-hmm. um i yes it's a christmas movie well i'm glad we settled that <laughs> if anybody disagrees don't talk to yeah, us yeah don't me, at okay? me as the kids don't are saying me. yeah don't do it we had some um our friend in toronto she used to she's married to a, a another guy i work with and she does like sublimating sublimation printing on like mugs and ornaments and stuff like that so she's got a little etsy store and we bought um uh christmas ornaments from her that say it's something to the effect of like Christmas 1988 Nakatomi Plaza or whatever like it's just a really yes yeah really really funny Christmas tree <laughs> so we got one for ourselves and one we'll, awesome. we'll gift away but uh yeah definitely Christmas worthy sweet yeah like yeah dude that's sweet also we should link her Etsy store info yeah yeah shopping. little Shiloh creates is what it's called her name is Zoe uh, yes, yes, yes. and she is really really awesome Sweet. Okay, I'm gonna put this in my notes. Little Shiloh. I think I follow her now because you had tagged her mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah. I generally make a point of following local small businesses or small businesses of friends. Love it. I love it. Okay. Um, I have a question. Mm. We'd mentioned uh, already in this podcast here today. Uh, is there a memory? And maybe you don't have to answer this today. Maybe this will be like homework for next time. Uh, is there a memory that you know 
is faulty in your mind like you know that it's not accurate but you just like choose to remember it that way anyways that's a really good question i'm scared to know how that idea came out (laughs) uh no because it because i heard this this week that you have we all have memories that we've all sort of added a little bit of spice to if you will right like or it's not exactly how it happened but we remember it that way anyways um apparently we all do that so i i just wondered you know real life scenario do we have these memories and i was like i'm sh- i'm sure i have them i haven't been able to think of one in particular um but yeah i i feel like I'll give myself homework as well. <laughs> yeah, because I can't think, think of on this. an example right away of a memory that I've enhanced. Um, okay. I could probably think of a few examples of memories I'm not sure about. So memories yeah. that I think I've just, like, you know when you're reading a book, you're reading Harry Potter, yeah. and you're creating the landscape, you're creating the scenery, you're creating the characters in your mind. Um, Great. So I think when someone's talked to you enough about something that occurred in your childhood, you know enough of the base data. You know what the house looked like, the the rooms looked like, the backyard looked like, the cars. That you can okay. create that memory for yourself, so that when someone yeah. talks about it, you're kind of remembering the the memory that you created. So I think about um, it. It didn't come up last week, and it should have. But you're talking about ants and in the elevator door. Um, oh God! And. Yeah. When I was a child, I stuck my fingers in an escalator. No. Yeah, so I should have... That's literally what my mom told me, like, as I'm telling her what happened. She's like, you always got to be careful for elevators and escalators, Jenna. Always, always with kids. So tell me, what happened to your fingers? Well, so nothing bad happened. I think I got a few scars and stuff like that, but nothing nothing serious. I'm not, like, mangled mangled fingertips or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... um, what happened? Where were you? I don't even know. So I think I think it was still in Germany. Oh. Uh, okay. But but my point is 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 I think I've created that memory because I was much too young to actually remember it myself. I think it was probably okay. in the neighborhood of three years old. Um, okay. But yeah, so I think memories are tricky because mm. you can. But they say traumatic experiences like imprint so much heavier on your memory. Or they are completely repressed. Or yes, and that's fair. and you try to to get rid of them. Um, so I don't think it was that traumatic. I, I don't think it was like all my fingers. I think maybe two or three total, um, but it was enough that there's definitely some permanent scarring on my fingertips from that. I mean, and so have your parents retold this story to you? Yeah, a lot. And like when we were kids, we haven't talked about it lately. But um, once mm-hmm. we get live on social media here, we'll. Once we pump out these episodes, we'll put some questions in the captions and stuff, and hey, I'll get my dad to answer uh, on one of the comments. But um, that would be, yeah, yeah. Memories are a very tricky thing, and uh, like, mm-hmm. but it, this is interesting how it's all coming coming in circle because we talk about nostalgia and and reading books. And for me, it was always um, if I was reading in my room, I'd have the radio on as well. So there's certain songs okay. that come on that make me think of those yes. books I was reading at the time uh, or yeah. vice versa. If I think about the topic of whatever book I was reading, I might feel like listening to one of those songs. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny too, cause I, I can't always remember the song, but when I hear it, I know it. Uh, 
Yeah. So. They say that they. Um, science. Yeah. Science tells us that uh, music will imprint on your memory like that. Like you'll associate certain songs to certain memories and they'll be like good or bad um for the longest time i could not listen to the tragically hip Mm. could not Mm. were you one of those closet fans that came out of the woodwork when he died no my dad my dad listened to them Mm. and i think he listened to them this like Again, this is going off my very, very uh, distant memory of me as a child. Um, He would play the Tragically Hip in the garage when he was working on his motorcycles. And my mom was like, my mom and him were like bitter Mm. towards each other. My mom wanted him to sell the bikes. Uh, My dad was like avidly not wanting to. Uh, they were like his first babies. He's like, I'm not selling my race bike, blah, blah, blah. So I think I just had this like negative um, connotation yep. to the tragically hip. And it like made me want to like crawl out of my skin when I listened to them. But then since my dad's passed away, I like listen to them fondly yeah. now. Um, just because I'm like y- fucking grinding my gears for so long. And now I listen, and I'm like, oh, it makes me think of my dad, which is, like, nice. So, which is a super anyway. sweet thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I so mean, I, I suppose I in, uh, indirectly uh, <laughs> hopped on the bandwagon. I think he passed away, like, it, was it? Three years ago? Shortly. Yeah, it was, like, the same Three year. Three or four? I guess that was the same year my dad did? I don't yeah. know. It was around the same time, so I feel like it overlapped uh, unintentionally. So it seems like the Tragically Hip was like the soundtrack to your parents' relationship, which wasn't always great. (laughs) To like a negative part of their relationship, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other bands and music that I can listen to that I know for sure like was heard during the time my parents were together and like I... I think it's fine, or I'm indifferent about it. But yeah, certain songs, I'm just like, oh, not so much. But yeah, it's so interesting how we like associate emotion and memory to to music. So, well, and that's why you enjoy uh, Harry Potter so much because it reminds you of maybe. the peaceful, the peaceful times of your high school childhood. My my youth. Your youth. Yeah. Man, dude, that was half my life ago. That's insane. That's crazy. I can't even oh. remember 15. Like, I can't place myself. I can vaguely consider the things that I may have been up to, but, man, really? it's all such a blur. Like, oh. what grade were you in when you were 15? Like, 9, uh, 10? 10? 9? I think you go into high school, depending on your birthday, 14, 15? Yeah, I'm January, so. Oh, you guys start high school in grade 8. Well, that's just the Catholic school, and it's not high school yet. It's still oh. just – it's just that grade is in the building. Gotcha. It's okay. like everyone else does middle school. And for yeah, some like reason, I went to like a middle school, grade 7, 8 only. Yeah, so but for I, some I reason – I don't think the, a lot of people have. No, I don't think it's a common thing. I think most no. – especially public schools, they'll all go to grade 8, and yeah. then you'll start high school in grade 9. But for some yeah. reason, all the Catholic elementary schools here – 
stop at grade seven and then everyone goes to bishop or whatever catholic high school they want to at grade eight and and then to high school for grade nine so you could go to like to do your grade eight you'd have to go to catholic school is that right no so if you were in public school or were there public schools yeah yeah there's public schools oh okay yeah okay yeah Oh, okay. I thought I was like Miss. Yeah. No, if you went to public school, you got to. You were so caught up from not having to take religion classes that you got to skip grade <laughs> eight and go to high Woo! school. Yeah, you got your um, what do you call it? Your your like year abroad before high school started. At least you know soul search. Oh, yeah. When you get those hard your, grade your nine leap, questions. Not leap year. Uh, victory lap. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, victory lap. But not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, nostalgia. I, uh, I was, I was like, oh, I'll tell, I'll talk to Colin about this. But then I realized like Jordan is upstairs and in our room and can probably hear me. So, uh, yeah, I won't tell you, but can we whisper? I got some shit. Our anniversary is coming up on Saturday and I'm excited. I have a surprise and I suppose you'll hear about it in person before people hear about it on the cast. But I'm pretty jazzed because it's uh, it's different. Is it? That's for sure. Related to the. Oh wait, so we're done recording. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so curious. This could get. Uh, This could get inappropriate. How do I ask? It's 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 uh it's PG. Okay. Yeah, I'd say it's PG. Yeah. It's like adult. It's like PG-13. <laughs> PG, it's like a low-cut shirt. It's enticing, yeah. but it's not inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, sort of like that, if you will. Metaphor, strange. Yeah. That's such a dude metaphor of you. Uh, let's, it's, well, there's no, okay, it's like, what would a girl's metaphor be? It would obviously have nothing <laughs> to do with the male body because they're not attracted to it uh-uh. at all. Uh, it's probably something to do with uh-huh. food. Or it's like a really good looking pair of boots that you can afford. I love that the male equivalent to like a low cut shirt is like the female boot passion. Yeah, it's a pair of boots Sweet that looks so good yeah. that and you can't afford them. That's how that's how enticing it is. Yeah, for sure. Mm, for for sure. That is. Uh, yeah, so I will, uh, I'll reveal the, <laughs> the surprise that I have on our next cast. We're going to talk about New Year's later, too. Yeah, we got some planning to do, yeah, I think. Yeah, we got some, uh, yeah. options. Sweet. Okay, but before all this, okay, I got, I got so much to talk about. Well, let's do it. Um, <laughs> I've only got a couple more talking you points, keep, actually. I we don't keep, wanna, like, we keep, over. there's a clear gap. It's like, okay, we're obviously alluding. done with this topic, and I'm waiting for you to be like, okay, next. But you keep not going know, with the gotta, next topic. Like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta leave it appropriate. Fluid. It's not yeah. fluid. Yeah. No, okay. Be fluid. Um, okay, so this week. This week. People were administered the COVID vaccine. Wait, time out. When you say this week, do you mean the week that just occurred, or the week that we're in, or the week coming up? The week. That has passed. Okay. 
Is that the right way to say it? I'm this always past like, week. if it's before today, I'll say like this past week. And if it's okay. this week, I'm assuming it's the week coming up. It's going to it's going to be okay. this week. It's this week. This uh, week. But that causes yeah, great consternation with me and my wife because she has a different understanding. It's like so this yeah, week. Same. I'm like, wait, aren't you working? She says, no, 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 I don't work. And I look at the calendar. She says, no, that's next week. No, w- next week is the week after this week. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry, COVID vaccine. Um, people have been given the COVID vaccine. Mm. Right. Yes. Okay. What are we What are we thinking about this whole thing? So I find it interesting that they're so. I mean, obviously, healthcare workers. I've noticed that most of the first vaccinated people are women. I don't know if that's a on purpose, um, but I'm just gonna throw that nugget out there to see if there's anyone who wants to bite. Uh, it, is is it because they're in a healthcare setting? Probably, but then we got a whole other a of- sexist issue about you know. Forcing women into STEM, but not forcing men into healthcare. It's just annoying. Um, but there was a great. <laughs> so, the same Mock the Week episode I watched earlier about the one million okay. a week. They talked about the first lady in the UK to get the vaccine. She's something like 90 years old. And yeah. the one comic made a joke about she's she, so excited. She's got to be the most protected person in the UK right now. They're like, they got to make sure nothing accidentally kills her so it could be related to yeah. the vaccine in any way. I thought it was so yeah. funny. So that's where my thoughts are when we're talking about <laughs> vaccines. It's like, it's funny that it's going to mostly old people because <laughs> they could go and it has nothing to do with COVID or, or complications <laughs> or of a vaccine. vaccine. Like, oh, yeah. just terrible circumstances. Oh, we gave them the vaccine and then their heart literally stopped. What terrible luck. So we're going to have to do an autopsy now because we want to make sure that it wasn't the vaccine. Wait, yeah. wait. We can say COVID-related deaths, but we can't say vaccine-related deaths. This just doesn't add up. Yeah, the stats are skewed. Um. So, yeah, not, not really any, like, big thoughts on the vaccine. I'll be – I have, like, like, personal issues with the government telling you what to do. And they're not right now mandating that everyone gets the vaccine. But what I'm concerned yeah, yeah. with is... Do you think it'll be like the flu shot? Like some people get it and some people don't. I think that's what it's going to turn into. Um, okay. But I think uh, what concerns me the most is if getting that shot, getting that vaccine becomes a condition for other things like mm-hmm. travel. And I think we talked about this before. So yeah. Um, yeah. that'll bug me. I think it will be a stipulation. But okay, so... I don't know if you'll have to do this uh, when you um, what's the word oh my god not get posted deploy deploy Mm. thank you jeez Louise see what I'm saying that's a basic English word I can't but it's like a contextual term so Uh, yes Um, okay so I traveled I think I've talked about this before but like I've traveled to Asia and there's a whole whack load of vaccines that they're like, you know, that's such a good point. You don't technically have to get these, but you can get them for free if you get them from here. And if you get sick, then your insurance won't cover you. So it's like, I'm getting the fucking vaccine. Yeah. You right? know what? That, so I think we I did talk like about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's available to you and it seems like a really good decision. Like, how much good 
will outweigh the bad and it's it's one of these things like jordan and i were i want to say arguing about this but like debating about this earlier this week because he was like we don't know what's in it we don't know what it's going to do to us they developed this vaccine in less than a year um what are the long-term repercussions it changes your mrna so it's going to rewrite how you fight dis- like how you fight infections and stuff like that like that's what they're saying this vaccine is and so i was like my thought on this is they've been creating vaccines like and i don't think it's the first vaccine that changes how your immune system operates well all vaccines change how your immune system operates that's the point of them okay right so some of them it's like you're getting directly injected with the um like a live yeah like a live version of the virus yeah yes but just in such a small amount that your body fights it off and then it's like check we know how to tackle this um and i think other ones uh do have that same effect but like in a indirect way so it kind of like goes through different pathways um so like yes there's all these concerns um at the end of the day to me the pro outweighs the con like if i get coronavirus and lose my sense of smell lose my sense of taste uh have lung issues long term like all these different things that we don't know what happens long term if we get the virus either right like because it's such a new thing so it's kind of like you're rolling the dice either way maybe you never get it maybe you never contract it whether you have like say you don't have the vaccine and everybody else around you gets it and you never contract it then that's like ideal but i don't think that that's what's gonna happen like Um, statistically very difficult yeah to create especially if you live yeah if you live like in an urban or you know area type thing um and then the whole argument about the government forcing us to take this i feel like they already do that with all the other shit that we get like we get vaccinated and they're not forcing you in the sense that like uh you have to do this but like they go into the schools and give kids like hep is it hep c i think it's b and c or something i don't know yeah b and c yeah so they go into the schools and they're like you need to take like they're not saying you need to take this but like they get everybody they're not asking either they're just like go get in line so that you can get your vaccine like i remember being in line in middle school and being like i think i've gotten this already like i think i already got this vaccine like this vaccination they're like well it doesn't hurt to get it again so i was like yeah it does it's a fucking needle yeah um but uh i don't know all this all this said like there's gonna be pros and cons to everything it's just kind of like weighing out what is like what's more beneficial at the end of the day yeah I've, i've got a lot of thoughts on that like so i'm not concerned about the vaccine as a whole yeah. um it yeah. the coronavirus is just another flu and we've we've had a new flu vaccine every year they try to anticipate the most virulent flu that's going to come out um yeah. and and they create a new vaccine so the the construction of the vaccine is not uh a frightening concept for me it's not something that causes me concern 
Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've seen actually a lot of resources that show you what's in the vaccine and how it's created and how it's designed oh, to cool. operate. Yeah. That being said, who knows if, like, if we're going to go to the other end, that. how accurate that is. Yeah. So I know that the the DNA from the, the, the coronavirus that they're taking to put in the vaccine uh, is a specific uh, uh, piece of the, the, the DNA structure um, mm -hmm. from the virus that's being put in. I, I mean, yes, it's going to change. I, I can't remember anything about, like, I know mRNA and RNA and DNA and all that kind of stuff like that, but... The idea of a vaccine is that it is supposed to change your immune system. It's supposed to create a response. It's supposed to help protect you. My my mm -hmm. my concern is I don't really care about the vaccine as much I used to. I'm not so concerned about it anymore um, because for, for a, a number of reasons. Number one, I've willingly pumped a lot of shit into my body. Like... You know, all the energy drinks, all the junk food, all the secondhand smoke, the drinking, like all kinds of like I've done enough I damage. I think I sent you guys that meme I, this week yeah. that was like, I'm worried about what they put in that vaccine. It's like monster. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah. Like just yeah, it's all monster energy, vape pen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. McDonald's like just it just it's not good stuff. all trash. And, and, yeah. and number like from the the government getting involved perspective, like, I mean, the government already controls us. We we don't have to drive on the the right side of the road, but we do because we're told to. We don't yeah. have to use the stoplights, but we do. Like, I know it's a Today, it's a pitiful argument. It's a very poor rebuttal in in the scope of what is this? You renewing? Sorry to to further your point, right? What's it? Yeah, that the government controls us. I have to renew Anson's health card because he's two. Apparently, you have to do that when they're two. Ooh, I should I tell notice. Cassie that. Because they, <laughs> they're both. Yeah. No, they both Try, have, have a little gander yeah, at their health card peeksy. because they'll tell you. Um, and child's birth registration number. He's he's a number. Yeah. He's a number. Right? Like, if we want to boil it down to, like, how does our how does our system work he is literally a number they're like yeah that's his name and his address don't care what's his birth registration number like they already are doing all of this stuff like if you think that this is new like if this is a new way for them to like control us like so i don't think it's too late i don't think the, <laughs> i don't think the vaccine in and of itself is going to be a control thing I don't think there's okay. going to be microchips or anything like that. I don't think, I don't think that secret could be well coordinated amongst all the heads of state and all the different departments and and all the agencies who are working to put uh, a, a vaccine together. I don't think they could keep a secret that well. Uh, People I, are worried it will make us all sterile. I'm already sterile, so I don't give a fuck. Um, well, for the rest. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. I apologize. That was a little crass. Um, <laughs> But my concern is is I I just don't see the need for a vaccine. I don't understand oh, why this particular disease has become so politicized. Okay. I, I think it's being used by politicians to 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 further political ends. Um, I I believe that COVID related deaths aren't an accurate reflection of who's dying from coronavirus 
I, I do. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that. that the media is is I think politicians are creating hype to further their platforms and to further their party's causes. I don't think mm-hmm. the coronavirus is a, as big a concern as we are currently seeing right now. Um, why? Why are we? Like, why does a vaccine need to exist? Why? And this was right from the get go. Like, I remember last March, mm-hmm. the weeks into this whole thing, and they're talking about we're not going to be able to go back to living normal until we come up with a vaccine for this. Right. Uh, like, this is not this. I don't know why, why that conversation was generated, why that line of thinking was created. That was like the ultimate solution. Yeah. And so, so to, to rid us of this global pandemic this must be the solution and i think perhaps that was um mimicking issues that have happened in the past uh i sorry i feel like you were getting somewhere and i cut you off that's all good i i I mean i i was basically culminating there i don't think the the value of the vaccine is what people think it will be i don't think the harm of the vaccine is what people will think it will be um, yeah. I don't think COVID testing is terribly accurate, and I don't think the coronavirus is as big a problem as the media, in particular, and the politicians of the world have made it out to be. I think, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. unfortunately, the politicians are forced to respond to problems that they may or may not believe in. Um, okay. So, you know, for example, Doug Ford, Premier of Ontario, he might not be concerned about coronavirus, but he's not in a position where he gets to be not concerned about the coronavirus. He has to be concerned for others. Exactly. Yeah. So I yeah. understand um, that push and pull. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, like to me, the why of the vaccine bugs me much, much more than the actual vaccine itself. Interesting. I feel like the um, this is kind of a pattern of action, I think, when these big diseases happen so they apparently had sort of a SARS vaccine when that was uh relevant I think like 10-15 years ago um so that's kind of like what they used to stem off of for this vaccine because it's a it's in the SARS family of disease right apparently so it's like SARS COVID COVID COVID-2 I think it's called yeah yeah so using uh sort of the original formulation for that first sars epidemic um was i don't know if that's the right word epidemic but um yeah sort of like stemming off of that to make it work and so i feel like they shortcutted a bunch of steps like they weren't starting from scratch right they were working off something they already had um but the why behind it, I feel like that's just like how we as people are used to responding to disease now. Yeah. That we have vaccine. It's like you have a disease. How do we fix it? Well, if we can eliminate the, vac- the, the disease, then that's ideal. But we can't eliminate the vaccine because it now exists in people. So unless everybody who has the disease dies because that's what they used to do they would go send everybody off to an island who had the disease and you <laughs> yeah, know what i mean like, like there's so many them, yeah. stories 
yeah like there's so many stories about that in history where they're like oh yeah this island was populated by all the people who were supposed to die from this disease and managed to somehow survive um i feel like we've matured and we don't cast people off to islands anymore um and so the response is let's fix and the only way we know how to fix is vaccine yeah and and i don't even know what other options we would have like i i think i, the, I think the assumption i know though, people have suggested um herd immunity yeah apparently is that the right term yep so uh, let everybody get it and whoever survives survives type of thing um but the world we live in today is, is very um, not willing to sacrifice individuals for the greater good. Is is that the right way of explaining that? Yeah, I think so. It's like, like we don't want to sacrifice a small number of people to save this greater number of people because th that smaller number of people is just as valuable as this greater number of people. So we can't let anybody go. So I feel like it's a cultural it's thing like our lineup too yeah. like in i know in in japan like the elderly community will volunteer to go clean up toxic waste in order to protect the young generation because they have a whole life wow. to live and by the time anything from uh toxicity starts to get at them if they're in their 70s and 80s it's going to take a long time to cause an illness right. anyway so yeah. other cultures might not be as concerned about herd immunity. I know, I don't know if it was Sweden or Denmark or Norway. I think it was a, a Scandinavian country. They tried the herd immunity and apparently it didn't work out well. Um, the problem is <coughs> diseases like polio and hepatitis and all these other kinds of things that are consistent. Measles. Measles, mumps, rubella, all that stuff. Smallpox. Smallpox. They don't. They don't really change, so I could be talking out of my ass. I don't feel like they change okay. a whole lot. Uh, my understanding about them is that they're pretty consistent, and that's why we're able to eradicate them with mm -hmm. one vaccine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the flu, so you've heard of H1N1 and all this kind of stuff. So the H's and the N's are different proteins. Yeah. And there's something like, I'm going to throw out some numbers here. They're in the double digits, but I don't know what the actual numbers are. There's something like okay. 16... H proteins and nine N proteins. Okay. So the flu can manifest itself in any combination of those H's and N's, which means yeah. in my mind, coming up with a vaccine or at least putting the world on hold to come up with a vaccine is irresponsible. I mean, mm -hmm. economically, it's yeah, been... like talking about like, like I know in the U S they're trying to put like a multi-trillion dollar debt relief, another stimulus package through, uh, Canada is, you know, billions of dollars. And I know we're spending even more money on other countries right now that are, there's India's got this other outbreak of something going on and we've pledged f like, like half a, a billion dollars of, like, to that. Political, uh, there's, yeah, there's tons of stuff happening in India right now. And I'm not, I'm, this is like a medical, like a, it's another disease that's spreading around in India. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, okay. so, so Trudeau's <laughs> spent more of our money in India, which uh, I mean, I'm all about humanity and stuff, but um we're, we're starting to just spend money like it's not real uh my grandma has always said uh the queen how'd she do yes she's always said 
fix your house before you go around fixing other people's houses and this i think uh isn't i wouldn't take that comment lightly because my grandma helps everyone yeah yeah that's a good point she's out giving not now because she's been isolating this whole time but um you know before this she was giving communion to people on a daily basis like going around offering communion to to members of her church who can't physically attend mass so i feel like in her 80s (laughs) still doing that you know what i mean like that's i feel like that says a lot for her to be like hey take care of your shit before you go around she would never say that word for word but you know before you go around trying to help others like fix what you have first yeah and i mean i'm not criticizing necessarily that you know canada wants to help india but my point is is that yeah that's yeah if it's not a bad that we are helping it's just makes things difficult uh, for us and and i mean we talked about you know uh flattening the curve and then right away flattening the curve and then we knew restrictions were going to be lifted and that there was going to be a second wave and that's occurred Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and it just seems almost never ending so we don't we don't get to stop doing this until there's a vaccine but at the end of the day like we can't do this every time something like this this terrible happens whether it's really terrible or it's terrible because the media and the politicians have made it so um Mm -hmm. the world can't function like that people can't function like that and what really bugs me and and it should bug you too as a small business owner but all the people that are telling you to stop doing things and stop putting money in your pocket are still getting paychecks and that's really annoying i think yeah yeah sure if we want to pursue a vaccine that's great but I think you let people make their own choices. If businesses want to stay open and, and adopt whatever protocols they want to adopt, uh, and if patrons mm-hmm. want to still go in, in patron stores with whatever protocols they want to abide by, uh, then then let them. But put in, the, uh, t- to me, like we're all adults, right? Put in the, the, yeah. the conditions to allow people to thrive and let them make adult choices. Well, one of the yeah. things that I'd what was very common and and i mean it's 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 not a light statement to make like if if wearing a mask was like if if our age was the primary demographic that was getting hit by this and wearing mm-hmm. a mask was going to protect us our grandparents wouldn't think twice about wearing a mask but that it's old people who are the primary primarily hit by this um, a lot of younger people think it's not our problem to to protect them to fix and and so that kind of i'm not in the retirement homes i'm not yeah you know what I mean? fuck you i'm good so yeah. that anecdote hits home for me it's a really interesting perspective on just being compassionate uh, and yeah. having sympathy for other people but at the end of the yeah. day i think one thing is more true above all and it says it's i'm not responsible for anyone else's health mm-hmm. i don't That's i don't true. go smacking bags of chips or cigarettes out of people's hands because I'm so concerned about their health. So why do I need to be concerned with other people's health? So at the end of the day, uh, I, I wear my mask because I'm a polite member of society and I will follow the rules that I'm asked to follow. Um, and I will for sure get the vaccine if, if it means I can travel again. I do not give a fuck yeah. about, I want to go to Mexico. I want to go somewhere sunny where there's lots of booze yeah. and no children. That's all I want. And a sandy beach. Yeah. Uh-huh. No interruptions. Um, 
Yes, I, I agree with you on a lot of that. I feel like what has made me mad is the fact that the kind of like how we were saying earlier, um, it, it's not equal, like those videos being taken off of TikTok, like two girls saying the mm-hmm. same thing about different. Anyways, it, the the equality piece in this uh, has frustrated me a lot because at first we were being given regulations and restrictions and it I was like how are some people still able to operate their businesses even though we're all supposed to be on lockdown like yeah. right at the beginning we were supposed to all be on lockdown and I saw so many businesses that were like I'll deliver to you I'll come to you la 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 and I'm like <sighs> they're probably just playing the whistle wait until they get caught or I think for the rules like, are I, further I, defined yeah like good for them I guess for like be you know being resilient and wanting to like push forward and, and push through this and be like no I'm I'm gonna be fine you know what I mean like when you're relying on your business to pay your bills like you're gonna do whatever it takes um I was just so confused I I, I guess because and still now because the same rules are supposed to apply to all businesses. Like, you're supposed to have uh, certain restrictions on how many people can be in your store at the same time, how far they have to stand from each other. Um, obviously, everybody's wearing masks. Uh, I feel like, at the end of the day, like, that's such a minimal thing that you can do to, to protect yourself. It's fine. Um the regulations i feel like haven't been laid out clearly uh, yeah evenly yeah fair too because i look at a walmart and they it's like they have an unlimited capacity for people that can be in there at any given time and i, I it's like I, yeah. there's no difference i used to go shopping during the day with anson at walmart and it's the same amount of people in there now I don't know if that's like fitting into the regulations. Like I'm not going around counting people. That's not my job. Um, but it just seems like there's a lot of people. The shelves are always empty. People are always, you know, buying 18,000 pounds of whatever. Um, and then small businesses are being told to close because, or like you look at restaurants, they're like, you guys are the ones causing all of this. And it's like, there's literally four people allowed in the building at all oh, times. Like there's yeah. no way that the restaurant is causing this. Um, it just baffles me, to be honest. It, it really does. So it's not even across the board. Because different, right. different parts of different industries are being treated differently. But you look at the things that are allowed to be open, it's all the big box stores, all the big franchises. Like you you think, I remember here, um, you know, at one point there was a lineup to get into Walmart and no frills and stuff like that. That's all gone now. It's Yeah, because that's, I think they were actually following the the rules and now we've gotten. And and the system's changed too. Like we're in a green zone right now, which means there's like, we're in prevent. So there's really, other than the normal, like, physical distancing and and masks and sanitizing and all that kind of stuff there's no real restrictions on a lot of things um but it's also uneven top to bottom so the government's got expectations of you as a business owner but you've also got Mm -hmm. expectations of the government and they're not following through so Mm -hmm. as an example there's a guy out in new brunswick his name's jeff alpaw and he's got this great 
great store called uh, Jeff Alpaw Customs, and he makes just like the craziest, boldest, awesome dress shirts and formal attire for men and stuff like that. And that uh, cool. former military guy, and uh, he's doing well. But they got a call from the New Brunswick Health whatever saying that someone um, had tested positive that was in their store, and it caused this poor business owner like grief and anxiety for like two or three days because they they couldn't give him any information they couldn't they couldn't give him the name of the person so he could check their registry and call other people he or find out what time that person was in the store and cross-reference it with their log to see okay which of my employees were here at that time who and from this point forward who has this yeah because you could absolutely reduce the number of people who you have to contact or or really reduce the the perceived threat because if it was just them and an hour later was the next person well it's that employee you got to worry about and that's it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so anyway they were a- unable to give him answers for friggin days and he's losing oh, he says he figured he lost ten thousand dollars due to he had to be closed for yeah that whole due time. to lost wages income and costs or whatever all that kind of stuff wow and i'm like it's un it's unreasonable for the government to go around on either side of the border and tell all these businesses to shut down or close their shops when they can't track track and trace contact tracing it's an absolute joke it, mm-hmm. it's well-meaning mm-hmm. and i think it was valuable when it started but it is impossible to provide accurate information to people yeah anyway i think it's frustrating and uh- like each business owner is going to have their own uh way of handling this like i i'm in a pretty low risk area as well um i think they're so in ontario uh the region i live in is like lennox addington lanark okay i believe that's formal name anyways it's a huge area it ranges from like kingston all the way up to like where you are yeah like renfrew um <clears throat> that's like a huge chunk of space but they're changing this whole area to uh, i want to say yellow so like we're green now but they're they changed us over to yellow just to because kingston was so heavily affected um but i was like Pfft. i'm way up there <laughs> like we're far from kingston yeah like <laughs> still like we're over an hour. Well, we're about an hour, so I feel like it's not affecting us on a daily basis. No. Really. Um, anyways, this being said, um, where was I getting with this? Uh, I lost. It. Oh yeah. So when I go get my got it, uh, I go get my lashes done. Mm. Uh, my gal takes my name. She takes my number. She makes me write the date. I have to sign. A form that says I don't have COVID. If I do start to show symptoms or if I test positive, I will contact this business immediately to let them know. And that's like a CYA, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so that if anybody does test positive, she's like, I've got this whole list of people with their phone numbers and I can call them. And it's dated and she has all her appointments uh like in her calendar so she knows like what times people were in and all of this um but when the second wave was coming around and they were announcing like these businesses are gonna have to close again and like they ended up just making restaurants 
anywhere that people gather in groups basically yeah. close uh for 28 days she before they announced it she was like i'm literally about to lose it she's like if they make me close again i i lose my whole business and she had just leased a new space before this all happened yeah so she was unable to open for her like uh projected opening of april she had to delay it till june so this year's already been like a catch-up for her Mm -hmm. and then yeah she's like if if we're forced to close again she's like i think i'm done like i can't foreseeably do this yeah pay for my lease and pay for my heat and hydro and whatever and not have anybody coming in to pay you know what i mean like it just it it dwindles quickly when you don't have it's so stressful uh, i imagine like stuff coming in yeah but all this to all this said um i feel like we all know the protocols we all get you gotta follow proto we should yeah follow proto what we should be doing and i feel like um why wouldn't you um because like you said, like you're a, a helpful member of society. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like this will benefit all of us, Yeah, I think. And yeah. I think the hope was if we comply, then that means businesses will reopen and we'll be allowed to do the things we did normally. Um, but it's kind of like ebbed and flowed. And it still is, and it's still going to. And I feel like people are just tired of it now. Yeah, I think we got to the point where let it ebb and flow. So if, yeah. if you're Lash Gal and, and if Carlton Place turns orange or red, she wants to stay open and welcome guests, yeah. good on her. But she's a, a And if full... I don't want to go, she has to be okay with it too. 100%. Right? Like, so, yeah. It's, to me, it's we are responsible for the things that occur in our lives. Mm-hmm. And you make calculated risks every day. You check your blind mm-hmm. spot before yeah. you're 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 moving into a different lane on the highway. You look yeah. both ways before crossing the street. You turn the oven yeah. off when you're done cooking. Like all of these are things you have to consider as a fully functioning human being. So yeah, definitely <clears throat> fully functioning. And I mean, like I look at Toronto and Ottawa and Peel, like these big regions in in Ontario that are causing the i'd say lion's share like 70 to 85 percent of the numbers um for, for sure for the yeah. province yeah. um yeah. that's there's there's a lot of good reasons why those are happening um but at the end of the day like i don't think that's that they become the safest places when they're all shut down because no one can fucking go anywhere so mm-hmm. i think if everything was was being equal with the only difference being people actually isolated and quarantined when they had it then it yeah. it should be no no holds barred, like everyone can right. go out. All businesses can stay open. There are no restrictions. Yeah. You wear masks and physical distance. And then if you get yeah. coronavirus, guess what? Stay home. Don't do anything for two weeks. Yeah. Let the rest of the county, let the rest of the province go on as usual. Then the numbers don't matter. And we're focusing on the deaths, which is I think a wrong thing to focus on. It's such an obsessive thing right now. Well, like how many people have died? How many people have died? Yeah. How many people have contracted? These are the numbers today. And I'm just like, I can't, I don't, I have stopped listening to it because I, I can't. 
I feel like Ron Weasley. Continue to listen to that. It's like too. The, yeah, it's like Ron Weasley in the Deathly Hallows when he's wearing the yeah. locket, and they're always listening to the radio. It's like turn that yeah. shit off, just to bring it back to Harry Potter. A magical. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Um, I I did want to mention like if we look at the Atlantic provinces for example that shut down immediately right from the start. Like that original lockdown, I feel like dictated the make or break of a region yeah. and how they dealt with it. And I feel like they're kind of laughing now, like they are back in lockdown. Uh, but I think it was uh, in preparation for the holidays. Like, I think people they had saw a few this coming. Isolated like people outbreaks. are going to come. Yeah. Yeah. But they were able to squash it quickly. Yeah. Because I feel like they just immediately were able to identify like what works and they probably have fewer resources than toronto does for example like toronto probably has a huge amount of resources in in comparison um so i feel like they were trying to protect themselves from overwhelm early on and then if you look at somewhere like alberta where they were just like do whatever you want yeah you don't even have to wear a mask and that's fine but then they're asking for federal assistance and stuff and it's like well it it does help to put some things in place like if you're if you're not going if you're not going to help yourself then don't, don't come ask looking for, for help, help when yeah. you need it yeah. you know what i mean but if it's like okay from the get go we tried real hard <laughs> it's not working yeah. um that then i feel like it's it's deserved but yeah um you know, like Mimi isn't coming home for Christmas. Uh, one of my friends. Uh, I'm familiar. The listeners who yes, may not be yes. familiar with my She's a, my personal social life. A rock specialist. She is. That's the the um, stone, not the music. It's not as cool as it sounds. <laughs> I mean, she is an expert on rock music as well. She's fracking um, awesome. See what I did there? Yes. <laughs> oh God. Um she she's not coming home for christmas but she's like i'm in the safest place i could be right now yeah she's like i'm not worried about my neighbors i'm not worried about anybody around here having it um anybody who's coming to visit has to pre-isolate like people who are traveling there have to isolate for two weeks before going yeah our friends Um, went to halifax and they had isolate for 14 days on arrival on okay so some people are pre-isolating and some people are isolating. A pre-isolating makes no sense. There. Well, don't you... I guess. Like, I if I had to isolate here for 14 days before I went to Newfoundland or New Brunswick, how am I getting there? Okay. No, but if you drove yourself and Yeah, but you still got to go to gas way. stations. You still got to get food. Got to go to the bathroom. What if you didn't? What if you brought yeah. cherry cans? Cherry? Ch- peed in a cup. I, Pete on the side of the road. So you first, can do that. My first thought was jerry cans for peeing. In. I was like, that's so much pee. Oh my god. No. But yeah. Refueling. Like you can't. You can't. So the the isolation is supposed to say, I don't have it. Like it's if I okay. did, it would have run through my system by now. Gotcha. But you okay, can okay. if if you know, physical distancing and masks are still not. You know, if, if we're in two condoms, isn't enough. Then you have to isolate <laughs> when you get there to verify. Yeah. And, yeah. and the Atlantic provinces have demonstrated that the only true form of safe sex is abstinence. So that's a really good point. 
That's that's exactly what they were going yeah, they, for. Yeah, they just said, shut it down. And, yeah. and I'm doing the X across my body for the listeners. Shut it down. Yeah. We're not to demonstrate we're not the doing safe it. Move, exactly. Moves. Yeah. 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 Caught me out of Thank a lot you. of a lot of trouble back in my earlier years. Shut it down. Shut it down. That's a lie. And that's called consent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which right on. <laughs> well, maybe on that note. Yeah, I think like I've I, I would love to chat to you longer, but I will save these topics for our next chat. I've got two more we can add to the to the next one. So if we do want to do Oh, we were supposed to come back No, that's Colin. fine. No, it's good cuz it, it's we've been going for like an hour and 3 quarters here. Whoa. That's a good one. Yeah, dude. Okay. So maybe people are going to they're going to be like shut it down. Shut it. The podcast. Down. <laughs> that's the name for this episode. Yeah. Shut it down. Down um, completely. Yeah, we, we we definitely got enough material for a pre pre Christmas or post Christmas or or if we want to do a New Year's Eve or whatever. A we'll, two parter. A two parter. Dose dose partner. All right. Could happen. Until next well, time. We'll talk to you. Yeah, next time. <laughs>